Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, a little gold in the Yankees treasure chest there. Surprisingly, Anthony Volpe wins the 2023 Gold Glove Award for shortstop. Kind of taking me by surprise. I definitely wasn't expecting that. But nevertheless, uh, news coming down uh, Sunday night as they announced the Gold Glove winners. Uh, So I was happily wrong about that one. Fine. But, you know, just I guess I'll half pat myself on the back, though. But unfortunately, Anthony Rizzo wasn't able to get the glove for first base, which, again, he just didn't play enough games there and went to Nathaniel Lowe, who I projected would just because pretty much played the entire season there and only had three errors. Uh, so that, that was an easy one to call. But of course, the Volpe one uh, d- did take me off there. So we'll kind of g- go back into it, look at his numbers again, why he you know squeaked out over Corey Seager as well as um, Carlos Correa. Obviously, Lowe was a shoo-in, but I, I figured Seager would as well. Now, he didn't really have the number of games played, but I get this the fact he kind of went through the World Series and all that, usually kind of get a little wink and nod there, but nevertheless, uh, they gave it to Volpe there, so uh, so Volpe, you know, just completes a, again, pretty good rookie season there, you know, 2020, I got a gold glove, the batting average is low, we all know that, but yeah, nevertheless, a good start to his young career there, so we'll get into all that, as well as Yankees made some roster moves, some players declaring free agency, but as well as putting some players on waivers, I was kind of like waverling whether to kind of do an episode about that enough, I was kind of maybe lump it all together with some other stuff, but, you know, I kind of like you guys, so we'll go over all that as well, so before we get started, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, as I promised, here it all is, got a lot of stuff to do this offseason, we got some gold gloves, we got silver slugger awards out there, we got other awards coming up, maybe Cy Young with Cole, so a lot of things to look forward to and analyze, plus we have these waiver moves, free agency moves, a lot of stuff coming up, some Yamamoto stuff is starting to heat up a little bit as well, so got a lot of stuff to cover this offseason, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to Section 420 Talking Yankees, the podcast, subscribe, and of course, course hop over to the youtube as well maybe after this uh section 420 talking yankees there's some content there as well make sure you're subscribing and notified when those episodes go up as well so as mentioned anthony volpe i was very pessimistic that he was going to get the gold glove i broke down the whole numbers and i just thought what was going to kill him were the 17 errors i just couldn't see a situation where someone commits 17 errors and wins a gold glove but it seems like his saving grace was the 15 defensive run save there uh, so I guess maybe that they figured that kind of overshadowed uh, the fact that he had the high amount of errors. And when you look at the competition, um, and Corey Seager, even though he had less errors, but he only played 116 games there, as well as Carlos Correa, also had less games, only about 135 there. So Volpe, I think another thing that helped him, in addition to the 15 defensive runs saved, was he pretty much almost played the entire season. So 157 games, which is 20 more than uh, Correa, and about 40 more than Seager there. So I guess maybe, even though he had the high amount of errors he also played more time there which would give you more opportunities to commit an error so i guess they maybe just bundled that all together and just kind of gave the 22 year old rookie the nod there so again a happy surprise me and i'm happy to be wrong i just didn't think the 17 errors would get him in there, but nevertheless, I guess it did. Now, he becomes the first Yankee rookie shortstop to ever win the award, and he becomes the youngest shortstop to ever win the award, um, just nipping Alan Trammell by a few games. So uh, Volpe got it at the age of 22 and 156 days old. Alan Trammell, when he won it, he was also 22, but he was 228 days old. So uh, Volpe is 100 days younger than Alan Trammell. So Volpe now, I guess, gets that title of the uh, youngest uh, shortstop to win the gold glove and of course the first Yankee to do it since Derek Jeter I think Jeter was back in 09 there and you know some people always question Jeter you know did he, you know, he really earn it was it all reputation like that but Volpe uh, for the most part you know he was pretty good for a rookie season again turned a lot of double plays got a couple bonehead bad throws and stuff like here and there but overall for a rookie 22 year old uh, he held his own there obviously being shortstop for New York Yankees and with some of the you know coming into the season there's a lot of high hopes on him and being part of the young guns that were going to be the next you know wave of new baby bombers and all that so a lot of pressure on him there. There. Again, this, you just got to look at that batting average under 
you know, like a 206 batting average. He has to learn to improve that as he begins his sophomore season coming up in 2024. And of course, Rizzo just really didn't have any chance at all. Didn't play enough games there. Uh, again, was basically out since well, it was like late May or June where they when he had that neck injury. Uh, and so just not enough time there at first base. So I didn't think he had any shot at all. Uh, at least Volpe was in the mix. I didn't think he would get it with the errors, but nevertheless, it worked out there. So uh, he will have a gold glove on his mantelpiece there. Now, the Yankees, as soon as the World Series was over, a number of players declared free agency. So you had, as we would figure would happen, Luis Severino, uh, Frankie Montas, Luke Weaver, that was one of the Yankees' uh, quote-unquote uh, big pickups around the trade deadline. There, you know, gave the Yankees a couple of good, number of good starts there. Wandy Peralta, I mean, that's going to be a big one. The lefty out of the Yankee bullpen again, he was very crucial for the Yankees the past few seasons. Kenyon Middleton, again, one of the Yankees' big moves this past offseason, and probably not expecting him to come back. Zach McAllister, another one. And, of course, Isaiah Kainafalefa, you know, a guy we kind of liked. He had decent two years with the Yankees, and then, of course, in his second year, became Mr. Utility Man for the Yankees once Volpe got the starting shortstop job, took it from him, and, again, was very useful for the Yankees, playing center field, left field, playing some infield when needed to be, and, and then some blowout games. We've seen him uh, pitching inning there, here and there when needed, so... You know, jack of all trades, but again, he's someone you would figure the Yankees are not looking to bring back. Um, you know, even though he's a good guy and he grew up as a Yankee fan, all that, I just don't see where he would fit in with this team. Could have him back on the bench again as a utility role, as he could prove he could play all these positions, but I would always say cut bait and let's try to get some new meat in here, get some new faces as the Yankees need to, you know, liven up and freshen up this team a little bit. Uh, again, because it were definitely stale offensively pretty much the entire 2023 season. And even before that, the Yankees put a number of players on waivers. They were placed midweek, so they have till Monday. If no team claims any of these players, uh, the Yankees then will elect them to go to the minors, which, of course, they can then reject that assignment. And then, of course, I guess they will go to free agency, which will probably happen in most of these cases. And those players, and I've got to hold the, the big one, of course, is going to be Domingo Herman. We'll analyze that a little bit. But, of course, Herman, uh, Matt Bowman, Fran. Cordero, Jimmy Cordero, and of course, you know, Jimmy actually had that little domestic situation like that, so I don't just see the Yankees bringing him back whatsoever. Again, supposedly like a child's involved in something. We, again, we don't know what it is. doesn't look good, so I don't see him coming back at all. Billy McKinney, who was, you know, decent came him, and like Jake Bow was kind of useful for the Yankees. You know, uh, the Yankees try to as Cashman was grasping for straws for some answers there, but nevertheless. And Ryan Weber, again, he was up and down with the Yankees, and they would kind of sign him to like weird contracts for the day, and then they would bring him onto the team there. Uh, and again, he was decent in the brief times that you know he pitched for the Yankees there. Uh, so those are the uh, six players. And of course, the big one is Herman, uh, who's, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, again, he left the team early August. Um, obviously, he had that substance I- issue, came to the clubhouse, supposedly inebriated, and of course, he's removed from the team. And uh, we don't really know what his situation is. Now, he is under contract one more year for the Yankees, so they could have stuck with him. But I guess I just didn't see any situation where he would ever pitch for a Yankee again. Again, he's had multiple problems with the Yankee organization, had his own domestic dispute drama issue a couple seasons ago, had an 81-game suspension, and, of course, had the old car accident or something, the car tipped over in Dominican Republic after that. And it's just like, it seems like there's a lot of problems in this guy. And, yeah, I like him. You know, I like how he pitches. He's kind of old school. You know, it always seems like he has, like, uh, you know, the, chew, the chewing tobacco in his, his teeth there when he's pitching. He's kind of a little old school like that. But, uh, nevertheless, I just can't see him in the Yankee uniform anymore. And it's kind of upset. You know, you figure, right, 
you can't really think about trading the guy because, yeah, I mean, he has some value. He's decent to start, of course, through the no-hitter this past season against Oakland. But, you know, again, we don't even know if he wants to play. He's going to play for 2024. I mean, again, if he's kind of going through some personal stuff right now. So Yankees really have no choice. And you got to have to send a message that, hey, look, we can't have this type of behavior around here. If the Yankees looking to right the ship and kind of clean house and, like, really say, hey, like, we're not putting up any nonsense, you know, all business now. we got to get this championship. Oh, and, and we can't miss the playoffs two years in a row. You can't have a guy around that around just symbolically for that. So uh, no shock there. So they're all going to be placed on waivers. Again, a team can claim them. Uh, but if they don't get claimed, the Yankees are going to probably give them an assignment to go to the minors, which they'll reject, and then they'll become free agents as well. So pretty much I think all six of those players will be gone as well, and I don't really see any big need to bring any of them back whatsoever. Um, again, Billy McKinney was that nice and serviceable, but he's basically what he is. He's a fourth or fifth outfielder at best, and I'd rather just have some new faces, and he has some fresh faces, some new options versus people we know that it's kind of there. So that's the episode. Congratulations to Anthony Volpe there. Nice gold glove. I guess one of the small victories to take away from this, again, disappointing 2023 season for the Yankees. And again, we have the Silver Slugger Awards coming up soon, and then we'll see uh, with Garrett Cole uh, with the American League Cy Young later in the month. Now, he did get elected by his peers as, like, I think the American League pitcher of the year or something like that so his colleagues gave him that award that's kind of just like a maybe an indication that again the Cy Young is probably uh, coming his way but you know we'll see that in the coming weeks so uh, hope you liked the episode make sure you subscribe to the episode again we got a ton more stuff going on so uh, you don't want to miss any of it a long winter ahead and then we'll get to spring training and then into the regular season where hopefully we have a good Yankee team that we could be proud of catch you next episode Mm -hmm.